0: Thursday, which means it's a guest. Are you so excited about this? Every Thursday for the next couple weeks, I don't know how long this is going to go, but I have quite a few lined up. I am sharing leaders with you, leaders within the, they're entrepreneurs. For the most part, they're women. Haven't interviewed any men yet, but it might happen. But, um, women who I admire, who I've just met, who are inspiring and empowering, and they're doing their thing. And today it is Genevieve Christiansen. She became a stay-at-home mama in 2017 after years in the corporate market world, corporate marketing world, pardon me. Yet she soon realized how much she missed the workforce, but she did not really wanna go back to that nine to five. I mean, we all know that, right? That's where freelancing and online entrepreneurship came into her life, and there's been no stopping her since. Awesome, right? She founded Neon Soul Marketing in 2019 as a boutique marketing and PR agency that specializes in helping coaches, course creators, service providers, and other online entrepreneurs get visible through marketing and content strategies made for real life. We've all seen those strategies that you're like, I'm sorry, but what planet are you on? No, she loves to make it practical for you. She currently lives in Virginia, but is a total Southern girl at heart. And her favorites are country music, a good glass of Chardonnay, and a night by the fire pit. And occasionally, she'll enjoy a ride on her Peloton, but no promises. (laughs) She cracks me up. You are absolutely going to love Genevieve. So let's get started. Before we get started, friend, did you listen to episode 143? It is all about you. I want to make sure that I am serving you and giving you what you want when you come to this podcast. So I'm giving away a free 30 minute coaching call to someone. All I want you to do is help me get to know you. I want to, I want to serve you. Did I say that already? I want to serve you. I want to make sure that when you're coming here, you're getting fed and fueled. So if if that is something that you're like, yeah, that sounds great. I have created a questionnaire. It's gonna take you maybe, I don't know, five minutes to go through. You can answer none of the questions, which I don't know why it would really matter or why you would wanna go there, but <laughs> you don't have to answer any of the questions, but I would really love it if you would. I've made them all like non-required, like you you don't have to answer any of them. Go to bit.ly slash so 30 min free coaching call. 30 M I N free coaching call. So 30-minute free coaching call, but min, you know, short, whatever. All lowercase. The link is in the show notes. And answer these questions for me. Tell me about you. Where are your strengths? Where are your weaknesses? Where are you winning? Where are you falling short? What are you frustrated with? I want to know about you and how I can serve. You, what do you want to hear from the podcast? What do you want to know more about? All the things tell me, and you might win a 30 minute free coaching call where we can talk about whatever you want to talk about within your business for content strategy, for goals. We can walk through mindset blocks, whatever it is you want to do with that time for your business. Let me know, okay? So that's all I ask. Go over to, you can get the link in the show notes much easier, but it's bit.ly slash 30 minute coaching call, but minute is M I N all lowercase. Cause as we've learned uppercase and lowercase, it'll take you to two different places. So 30 min coaching call, <laughs> I guess I could have made that an easier link, right? But just find the, the link in the show notes and um, let's get inside to the episode. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay. Go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Sounds good. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness, friends. I am so excited because this kicks off a litany. You like that word, litany? Go look it up. I think it means many, Um, but I just sound really verbose right now. Look at me throwing out all the $10 words. It's all you, Genevieve. Like you pull it out of me. What the heck? Um, (laughs) So I have got a slew of interviews coming up. I had this like mild epiphany the other day that I was like, wait one second. Like, I love that you guys love the information that I share, but there are thousands of people out there who are, who have expertise that I just don't have, or it's just a different voice. Cause you know, like when you send your kid to kindergarten, they come back and they're like, did you know that Mrs. Jones said I should brush my teeth? And you're like, yes, cause I've been saying that. So it's sometimes we just have to hear from another voice. All that to say, we have my friend, Genevieve Christensen here. She is, she's going to talk all things marketing strategies, which you know, is like my love language and yours too. So after all that, Welcome, Genevieve. I'm so excited to have you on
1: this podcast. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here with you and your listeners. I could not be more thrilled.
0: Okay, so here's what's so funny is we met without ever meeting. I had put a message on. My podcast mentors page, Stephanie Gass, who I talk about all the time, um, just looking for for other women like yourself who are supporting and helping women in the social selling space specifically. Um, and business entrepreneurs to really show up authentically. And so you reached out and all of a sudden, like in two seconds, we realized, wait a second, you pitched me, Shay Smith, who was just on the podcast. And by the time this airs, her episode will have already aired. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I had kind of secretly checked you out because I was like, oh, who is, who's doing all the promoting? I always love when somebody, this is total side note, but I always love when a promoter or a pub, um, what would you call yourself in that, in that vein? A podcast publicist. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's cool. one little aspect. (laughs) I love when a podcast publicist is, um, authentic and you can tell those emails like in a heartbeat because the rest of them, like when they list, hi, Michelle of, and they list like your entire podcast title. You're like, yes, Yeah, so it might not have that personal touch that I was looking for. So anyways, that's how our paths crossed initially.
1: Yes, it is. And I'm so glad that we, I mean, we put the pieces of the puzzle together, um, which is so funny because I had obviously already done some homework on you, but for Shay. And so on behalf of Shay, and so when I told Shay about your podcast, she went and listened and she's like, this is a perfect fit. And so it really did provide like us an opportunity to to email you with a little bit more of a personalized approach. So
0: well, I love it. And it always like piques my interest. Okay. So let's <laughs> hop into this. First and foremost, yes. tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, I would love to. So, I am the owner and founder of Neon Soul Marketing, which I started in 2019. I have been in the marketing space my whole professional career, but a cross country move prompted me and my husband to really just reflect on where I needed to be. And it was to be at home. And so, I love being at home with my babies, but um, I really missed working, and so I kind of dived back into entrepreneurship with um, a network marketing business, which I loved. And then I transitioned into more of the freelance space, and it really just took off. And so since 2019, I've been running Neon Full Marketing. We do a variety of things, a litany of things, if you will, and um, we do a lot of marketing and content strategies. We do consultant work. Um, I, we just talked about, we do a lot of podcast and PR work as well. Um, and then we're, we're launching some more, um, program slash coursework type of pieces as well. So we've got a lot going on, um, which is amazing. And so, and I live in Virginia with my, with my family, I have two little ones and a third on the way. So life's busy. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. I always say like, if you're alive on this planet, like life is busy. Then you throw a husband and kids into it and a business, like it's insane. Oh my gosh. Like everything you're saying is like, so like food for my soul. One of my biggest, I guess I would say frustrations within the social selling network marketing space is the lack of strategy and the lack of the understanding of importance of it. You know, one of my, things that I say with growth against the grain is that we want to get away from that copy paste culture. And I get it. Like I so get the idea behind it, like simplicity here, this worked for me, you do it. But there's got to be that strategy behind it because it is a business. And this space specifically where most of my listeners are coming from is that network marketing, social selling space. And they're not understanding always why why do we do this? Why is it this way? Why? And so let's talk about marketing strategies and how how we can specifically make that work for our lives. Because as we know, as moms, like everything changes within five minutes. You're like, okay, I got this going on. Okay. Now it's coming into summer. Okay. Okay. Then school starts back up and then, you know, all of those things. So how do we create a marketing strategy that's flexible? This is my area of strength is flexibility. However, with that comes a little, I'm a little too much flex sometimes. So how do we create those boundaries um, to also produce growth and, and a strategy
1: yeah so I think first and foremost there's really a there's a lack of information and education out there for marketing strategies specific to um, solo entrepreneurs moms people who are experiencing seasons of life and have other major responsibilities right like I know how my business runs and I'm sure you and many of your listeners run business the same where it's you fit things in the cracks of your day and you have dedicated work time when you can, but sometimes life just happens. And so my whole approach to marketing is really to create real life strategies. Right. So you can actually live your life outside of your business as well. And that comes with some mindset shifts and that comes with some strategy shifts. And so the the major things that I really like to focus on when I am working with a solo entrepreneur um, who runs their own business from home, who might be a a mom or a dog mom or taking care of their mom, you know, whatever the, the variety of caretaker you might be is really we have to simplify And to simplify, we have to build out a strategy that works within your real life. And to do that, let's tap into your strengths. Um, For instance, one thing that I do with my clients and that I would encourage your listeners to do is to build out your pillar content and your pillar content. I look at it a little bit differently I really look at pillar content as the vehicle for delivery. Mm -hmm. So do you love writing blogs? Do you really enjoy connecting with your potential clients through email, social media, a podcast, whatever the case may be? Let's find your main source, your main pillar, and let's get really good at that and do that 90% of the time. And then we can start branching out into other arenas. But if you're trying to be on... TikTok and Clubhouse and Instagram and email marketing and you know cold outreach and all of these things you're only doing all of them at about 5% and you're not going to see any ROI on your time.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Simplify in strategy like I don't think we give enough value and importance to each of those. Uh, there can be this tendency uh, to feel like you always need to be doing something. And the reality is it's so funny that the day that we're talking today, I actually have a podcast or episode that aired episode 141. That's talking about IPA income producing activity that is specific to you because we can talk about the IPA and, and really that falls right in line with what we're talking about. You want to be doing activity that is producing income. I mean, duh, right? Right. However, your follow-ups and my follow-ups are going to look different. And if I'm doing follow-ups based upon what works for your business, it's not really helping me. And it's, and I guarantee you, it is a minor switch between what you're doing and what I'm doing, but I need to make my strategy work for me and my goals and my business. And there's not enough talk about that. And I feel like there's so much talk about simplifying, and yet it's yes. so confusing. Yes, <laughs> like there's zero simplification in it. It's like, oh my gosh, my head is spinning, and it's about to blow up.
1: Yes, but thanks, and, and I'll it's, make it
0: easier. <laughs>
1: and a lot of times, I think um, when you're new or new-ish in the online space, you maybe you're maybe you buy you know a, a course or you start listening to people who have experience with so many different pieces of technology and platforms and, you know, social media and all of that. And it can become overwhelming and it makes you think you have to do all this stuff. And you really don't. It really comes down to who is my ideal client? How do I like to market? And where is the intersection of those two? Because that's what you should be doing and do it 90% perfect, you know, until you get it perfect and get it down and feel super comfortable. And then you can move on to another
0: marketing methodology. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You are like inside my head, like everything I'm like, niche (laughs) marketing, marketing strategies, simplifying. Yes, yes, yes. To all of it. Oh my gosh. I think we just became besties. This is awesome. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I'm here for it all. So, okay. Let's talk really quickly about something you mentioned about pillars It's not something that I had ever really considered because when you're in the social selling space, you're like, well, I sell products. I build a team. Like, that's it. No, (laughs) that's not what you do. That's those are not your pillars. It can be part of it. But talk to me about what are some pretty general pillars that people have? Like, where would somebody start figuring out their pillars So
1: if you're looking at pillars, sometimes people talk about pillars as um, topics or categories, and you can absolutely do like a sub pillar. Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at pillars, we're looking at the vehicle of delivery. Okay. So if you, um, you know, maybe you come from a background where you were a journalist or a reporter and you love writing and you love creating long form content, dive into blogging. And when you dive into blogging, and you have, you know, some sub pillars under that, like, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe you are in a, a beauty um, social selling situation. Talk about, you know, aging, talk about um, uh, makeup application, if whatever those subcategories are, but put it in the blog format. From there, you can then take the blog that you created and kind of slice and dice it into social media, right? You can literally just streamline all of this and create uh, a flow of content and calls to action that come from your main pillar, just like, it's like your baby, right? Like this is what I love doing. My people love reading this. And then you can start to filter it into more of that social selling, like kind of what you typically think of, you know, posting on Instagram and stories and Facebook pages and all of that. So really finding your passion and then creating the flow, a trickle down effect to any other types of um, of, of pillars that you want to, you want to dive into. So that's kind of a good starting point Um, And again, then you can, then you can repurpose and reuse a lot of the content that you create, because if you're working in a a vehicle of delivery for content that you love, it's going to feel better for you and you're going to create better content.
0: Oh, a thousand percent. Like once you realize who you're speaking to and how you're going to do that, there's like clarity. You're like, Oh my gosh, the road's been here the whole time. I've just been hopping all over it, trying to figure out what works. So um, I I agree a thousand percent, which is funny because I just recently um, started over on Instagram because I realized, you know what? Um, I loved my page, but I had done, but I had had it for, I've been trying to figure out how long I have it. I've had it for probably 10 or 12 years. Well wow, what yeah. how I started it 12 years ago is very different than what's going on today and it just seemed like okay now is the time to start over which leads me to yeah. visibility. Yes. Which is one of my main reasons for doing it, is being <laughs> able to connect and be visible with I mean let's face it you're doing this because you want to produce income. So how what are some top tips some ways to become more visible as an entrepreneur, regardless of what space you're in? Yeah. So
1: I have really two ways that I encourage people to get visible. Um, well, really free. So let me back that up. Really. Free. I love that.
0: I, I do the same thing. I've got two. I mean, 12 and by, yeah. by 12, I mean 24. <laughs> it's fine. It's good we'll be here all day. I'm here for it. I thought
1: about it for a second. And I was like, no, actually there's three. Um, <laughs> so first and foremost, I, um, I, I think you need to have a, what I call a super niche. Okay. So I think it, the niche aspect of it doesn't have to be just a client. It can be a type of client, but it could also be a service mm-hmm. or an outcome that you specifically provide. Okay. So you have to have something that's differentiating you either via service, via the clients you serve or via your outcome. And that's your super niche. Okay. And that's what you want to be really well known for. Um, like for instance, for me, I, my super niche became, I do podcast pitching and people are like, Oh my gosh, like I want to do this. And it just so happened that I started to work with quite a few you know, female online entrepreneurs that are selling programs that kind of fall into that coach consultant category. And so I had a niche of, you know, my service was podcast pitching. My clients were coaches, consultants, and then my outcome was you get to be on podcasts, right? So that was unique to, to me. So that was my super niche. The next thing you really need is a framework, And this is how you're serving your clients. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, like my favorite example is um, moving and just stick with me here for a second. But my (laughs) husband and I have moved many, many times at the beginning of our lives. We didn't get our moves paid for by the company he works for now. Right. So we went like the, the cheapest route possible. Right. And we had no idea. People just showed up. They packed our stuff and threw it in a truck and it felt very stressful in an already stressful time. Now that we get to you know, have a little bit more of a nice service of moving, we get this entire process and welcome packet from our movers. And they say, we're gonna do these steps one through 10. And at the end of it, we'll text you pictures and we'll tell you exactly where your stuff is. And we have an inventory and all of that. It takes an already stressful situation and makes it feel so relaxing because I know what's happening. So think about that with your, with your clients. If you just kind of, you know, throw all their stuff in the truck and drive off, you know, that's not a great experience. You want to have a framework and that framework helps create the, the like and no trust factor. Okay. So you get to Build trust and build raving fans because you have this fantastic framework that you are um, using on all of your clients. And then the third piece is your network. This is really where visibility comes into play. Um, You have to build your network. You know, if you have um, a more traditional job and you are at a networking event you don't want to stand against the wall you want to interact with people you want to find a common ground and connection and that doesn't have to be anything forced or super super stiff and professional it can be something as simple like today i posted how frustrated i was with with target because they have you know 50 million drive up spots and i've got you know this whole Part of kids coming with me and I have to walk half a mile. So, and people were like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of all the drive up spots never being used. And so silly things like that really help build your network. And those three pieces, it's funny to think about it this way, but those three pieces get you that name and brand recognition. And that's when you really reach a tipping point in your visibility for people to be like, I know exactly who you need to talk to. You need to talk to Michelle because of X, Y, and Z. And so building those foundational and fundamental pieces helps create the visibility, um, and helps really keep that ball rolling for you.
0: Oh, I love those. Your super niche, your framework and that, and your network. I always say to like, when it comes to our network and, and building those relationships and talking to people, I, I don't know why I always use the freezer section, but I always do. I I spend way too much time at the market, but imagine you ran into somebody in the freezer section at the market. What kind of conversation are you going to have with them? Or like you said, at a networking event, like what are you, what conversation are you going to have? It's going to be normal. Hopefully. Yeah. It's not going to be like, hi, I'm selling this, buy it now. If that's the conversations (laughs) you're having them from, we got to like, we got some problems. I'll tell you why your business isn't where it <laughs> needs to be or where you want it to be. But most of us recognize, like, if we just run into somebody, somebody, you know, somebody not like you just have these normal conversations and, and you might connect on something, you have similar age children and you can, you know, you can connect on those different things. And, um, I, I, I love those analogies of your moving experience because they're so relatable And it really does parallel what we're doing in business here. So, okay, let's take this super, super practical. What is the best way to stand out with your marketing? And let's take it even specific to social media, Instagram, because that's where most, most people are. That's where we're marketing here.
1: Yeah. So What I really encourage you to do is take your, um, your super niche, take your framework and really start to break it down. Talk to your people about why your service or your product is different, and then start to really add in the layers of, of those pain points. And I'm sure you've talked many times about your ideal client and pain points and fears and all of that stuff. All of those pieces, start to layer them in with talking about why working or purchasing from you is different and, and share that. Don't be afraid to share that. Um, take the, the pillar content that you've created, whether that was a, a blog or a podcast or an email newsletter, and start to break down each piece of it. You can build out different topics. And this is one thing that I love to do is you can build out different topics. So um, for me, a lot of my topics revolve around um, networking. A lot of the things we just talked about, pitching, visible, marketing strategies. But then I also talk a lot about motherhood and entrepreneurship. And so start to build your topic list. And then from there, you can actually start to categorize what you're doing? Are you educating your clients? Are you um, conversing with your clients? Are you inspiring them or creating a trust connection with them? Or are you selling them? Mm -hmm. And you can create those different categories of your content, especially in social media. um, And take one idea, you know, let's say you're talking, um, let's say you're talking like healthy, healthy eating for Prenatal mamas, right? You can break down that specific topic into multiple categories. You can educate them. You can tell them a story. You can inspire them. You can create a connection or you can sell them. So that one piece of content then becomes five separate categories and five separate things that you can talk about and share about.
0: I love that. Oh my gosh, pain points. I talk about pain points all the time. And that's one thing that I I feel is so missed. We talk in niche marketing and I have a course talking about mastering your niche, actually that's the masterclass anyways, about (laughs) getting niche specific. And the one component is you can figure out the who, who this person is. Like we can build that person. Like we know who that is, but if you're not focusing on what their pain points are, you've missed the entire point. You're here to solve their problems. So how are you going to do that? Yes. Figure that out. Tell them how you're different. Yeah.
1: Because the fact of the matter is, is that when you are in a social selling situation or when you are, you know, really any type of online business, there's going to be people who do similar things as you, right? Always. And that doesn't mean there's not enough uh, space for everybody, but you have to speak to what you know, what you're an expert in, because then you're going to attract those people who are like, oh my gosh, she knows exactly what I was feeling the other day. Like I literally had this exact same thought. And it's gonna make you specifically stand out within their mind and want to purchase from you. You create that emotional connection through those, those pain points. And it's such an important part of marketing and it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It really doesn't. Just think about you and what is frustrating or hard or where you were you know, one year ago today. All of those pieces are pain points that you can solve very easily for your, your potential clients through your product or service.
0: Yeah. I know. I always say your ideal client is you a day, a week, a month, a year ago. What were you Googling? What were you frustrated by? What were those pain (laughs) points? Because it drew you to where you're at. Maybe you, maybe you're not at that extreme or maybe, you know, whatever, but you gotta have some sort of connection. Oh my goodness, Genevieve. I feel like we could talk forever and ever. <laughs> and I'm so I'm so glad that we connected. Can you tell everyone where they can find you?
1: Absolutely. So I hang out a lot on Instagram. My handle is at Neon Soul Marketing. Um, I also have websites, same thing, you know, neon soul And one thing we didn't get to talk about, but I know your listeners will probably be very interested in is if they want to um, be a guest on podcasts as well. I have a really great free little mini course and they can build out their topics that they want to pitch for different podcasts. And this is a great way to build your network and b- build visibility. And that's uh, neon slash
0: free mini course. Oh, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that one out. I love it. Well, it has been a joy to get to know you. I'm so excited. And if this spoke to you, friends, and you're like, yes, I need all of that, whether you have a podcast or not, that doesn't even matter. You have a business and you want to show up. You want to make your time matter while you're, you know, posting and doing all those things. I firmly believe that you should be able to run your social selling business in a max of two to three hours a day, depending on the size of your team and your network and the whole thing that's going on there. So the question becomes, are you using your time wisely? I know I'm guilty of not always doing that. So thank you so much, Genevieve, for these practical tips. And if On the day that you're listening to this recording, go back on Instagram because we are going to pop on and go live in just a second and you get to see her beautiful face. And we're just (laughs) going to give like a quick, quick snapshot on what we talked about here today. So thank you, friends, and we will talk soon.